Hey guys, Tom Ulrich and Sean Quigley here from the podcast What's Going On Here? You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And to get in touch with us, uh, just go to our Facebook page and leave a message or email us at what's going on here podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to another episode of What's Going On Here. Uh, my name is Tomo Lovrick, and I have back with me my partner who was missing in action in the last episode, but I'm more than pleased to see him because he is the wheeling dealing, the kiss dealing, the horse riding, the wench bossing arounding, Lord Marshal, Mr. Sean Quigley, a.k.a. the Quig. Sir, how are you? Long time no see. Oh, I am good. I am good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna boss around so many wenches today. This evening. Today, now yeah. you've said it. You've planted the idea in my mind. <laughs> you should. I'm Why already not? trying to think up. You're the Lord Marshal. Why not? Uh, wouldn't you, man? Yeah, of course. Why, Why wouldn't not? you? Yeah. For God's sake. I mean, come on. Oh, you should see me sometimes. <laughs> the last time I was at the castle, I had my day off yesterday. Ah. Uh-huh. We had. Uh, you see. When you're the Lord Marshal, you do have to contend with certain frustrations. And one of the biggest frustrations in my job is when I'm busy marshalling the tournament of champions ah. that um, certain wenches or serfs, uh, which is a male wench. That's so, right, in case you didn't know. Yeah. Um, they, uh, Not the hang ten kind of serf. No. <laughs> they take it upon themselves to start initiating a happy birthday song oh. in the arena at times when I'm being particularly uh, dramatic or serious. Uh-huh. And I don't like it. Uh... And I will stare in the direction of the happy birthday <laughs> where someone is supposedly having a happy time and I will give them the dark medieval stare of nice. doom. Nice. As, as well you should. Yes. You, you are the Lord Marshal. Oh, it's all. ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's awful. It's... <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, okay, folks... Um... For those of you that don't know, what we do here on the show is watch TV shows or movies that few people have seen or heard of. Um, we watch the middle 20 minutes of it. If it's foreign language, we turn off any subtitles, and we try to figure out what's going on. At the same time, we uh, review local eateries nearby, and whenever we can, local brews. But today, because the last episode was a special kind of episode, because we did 4th of July, Freedom of America, you know, great stuff. Um, this episode is... A World Cup theme episode, because today is the first of the semi-final matches of the 2018 World Cup. So, uh, following that theme, what we did was, we went to a nearby French cafe called Brasserie in Tenafly, New Jersey. Although their menu wasn't particularly French, as Sean ordered the burger with gorgonzola and bacon, and I had the turkey club. Um, I think the only menu item actually on that thing... There was like an onion soup yep. and quiche that was really kind of French because yep. everything else was like standard, you know, American cafe fare, yeah. if you ask me. But hey, the, the place is cool. It's really nice. Filled with good looking women, I have to say, oh. uh, because Tenafly is a bit of a hoity-toity town. So. Were any of them particularly rude to you? Nobody, actually. <laughs> so it's not so it wasn't very French at all. <laughs> <laughs> so that. And so we, we reviewed, and why we're reviewing French Cafe, because today's game, first of the semifinals, is France versus Belgium. So we reviewed a French Cafe, mm. and we are reviewing a Belgian beer. Mm. 
That is called Guden Carolis. It's from a microbrewery called Het Anker from uh, Mechelen, Belgium. This is a 2017 uh, brew. It is 11% ABV, and we've only heard good things about it. And we can't quite find the exact thing online anywhere to confirm the, mm. the, the IBUs. But the other one, it's, a tri- it's supposed to be a triple ale. And um, the IBUs on the triple ale is 30. So that's what we're using for this. And to tie it all together, because of the World Cup, and for those of you that don't know, the World Cup is in Russia. We watched the Russian crime show called The Method. Which was supposed to be about um, a young law uh, law academy graduate gets taken under the wing of a uh, uh, top notch cop, but she doesn't agree with his methods, or she's weirded out by his methods. Yeah, and that's why it's called the method, I guess. So it's basically the Russian Training Day, except they made it a TV show. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we're doing. So. As usual, like we always do at the top of the show, I'm going to pop open. You know what? Before I even pop it open, I'm going to take a know, picture because this is... I'm going to attempt, listeners, just in case you're wondering, so you might hear uh, reactions throughout. I'm going to attempt to stream the uh, France versus Belgium match. Oh, yes. Whilst we're podcasting. I don't, I'm not connected to your Wi-Fi. Do you, uh, do you know that off by heart? Oh, uh, my, my... No, we will... You know what? Okay. Um, I'll have it for you momentarily. Okay. Let, let me take this picture of this bottle of beer. So people see it because this thing is just marvelous. It does look, it does look pretty good. And it's it's um, it's one point nine ounces. So it was hiding in the bottom of the shelf. There were. uh, It's a twenty seventeen. So yeah, it's okay. The password. And yeah, there's the password for you. Um, Do you know what it's called? Which one you are? Um, nine, let me see. Nine K2H2. That's the one, yep. That's the one. Okay. So, in the meantime, while they're putting that in, I will pop open this lovely bottle. It has a cork top, which leads me to believe, whoa, that uh, they let it brew in the bottle. Uh Uh-huh. So... Oh, bloody sound for the listeners at home. Oh, this looks, this looks marvelous. Look at this. It looks like a cream soda is what it looks like. Actually, it looks like a Coke, actually. Like a glass of Coke. Oh, listen to that. I hope the mic is picking that up because it's lovely. There you go, my friend. Thank you. Certainly. Second time's a charm. Has anyone ever managed to put in a internet password right the first time? <laughs> I don't think. I don't, that, think, I don't think anyone ever has. All right. Well, there's the golden Corollas. You got it in. Password in? You good to go? Looks like I did. All right. Well, let me let me take a shot of these two suckers before we devour them. Uh, once again, that's a bottle. 
This is a really boring section of the podcast. Sorry, folks. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> but uh, if you listen to us, you're used to these like momentary. Like you know, do you have a? Oh, you have a stand on your phone. Yep. Look at hoity toity up bought, your bum. I bought this case online. Cost two dollars. Came from China, and it's amazing. Wow. Yep. You know what I saw yesterday? For somebody had uh-huh. actually for the phone. Oh, one, one, one of the girls, Rachel, uh, Rachel Gutman on my uh, improv squad. Somebody was talking about their girlfriend's mother being hot a lot. She says, oh, does she have a fan for her phone? And he was like, what? And she reaches into her purse and pulls out a little fan and plugs it into her freaking iPhone thing. And it's a fan about like two and a half inches and just starts spinning and cooling her off. She's like, she's like I hate being hot. So this thing is lovely. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. So, all, all right. right, game is on. 13 minutes in, nil-nil. Yep. Okay, Les Blues and what are they? The, the, the Reds? The Red Dragons? What do the Belgians call themselves? Uh, Something. Who knows? I don't know. I know what Monty Python calls them, but I'm not going to say that. On the <laughs> mayonnaise boys. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not it. <laughs> anyway, let's try this. What's supposed to be... <laughs> Exclusive and delicious beer. Cheers, my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, let's let's go for this one. Wow. Oof. That is a nice beer. Mm. Wow. <laughs> oh, instantly it instantly, made me happy. Instantly, instantly <laughs> happy. Oh. I, I don't know if you listened to the podcast that, that I did with Andrew, but as we went through the progression of beer, like the, the, the Bud Light, I was like, okay, I understand why people have it. It was refreshing. It was like a little bit extra bubbly. It didn't taste of anything. It, it literally tasted like someone put a shot of beer in a thing of seltzer and yeah. it's bubbly and cold and refreshing. Great. We went to Coors Light after that, which was the shit. It was literally... I, and I mean, considering that was like almost exclusively what we drank in college, because that's what the local bar had was Coors Light. I didn't realize it was such a difference, but I understood now why Bud Light outsells Coors Light two to one. And then we went to Belgian, uh, to Blue Moon. Yeah. Belgian White, which is really just a very pedestrian beer. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I, it tasted nothing to me. It's it just fit, fun, right. right. I mean, well, the whole thing is like you're supposed to put a slice of orange in it. I don't know if you ever had it with a slice of orange in it. It's nice with like that, but again, it's the same as like Corona sticking a lime in it. It's like, right, I have exactly. Because exactly. you didn't exactly right. <laughs> but even that was just like, oh my goodness. And then it went to the Sam Adams, and it was just like, okay, I I feel like I can breathe again. <laughs> it was like <laughs> it was like somebody was choking me the entire time. I purposely. I, I listened to the first half of the podcast uh-huh. and I listened to like the first five or ten minutes of the second half of the podcast and then I had to stop the podcast because you're about to speak about Jessica Jones, which I've not watched yet. And you, one of you actually said, if you've not listened yet, right. stop the podcast. Oh, okay. So I went, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that was a good yeah. one. We didn't get it. Well, I mean, he just asked me up to which point did I see. Oh, okay. So, I, but obviously I'm, I'm revealing stuff because I'm saying which episode it was or whatever. So yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. you're, you were wise to stop listening. Because I haven't watched any of Luke, Jones, uh, uh, Luke Cage yet. Yeah. I haven't finished Jessica Jones. I haven't watched any of Luke Cage yet. So, However, this... I, I, you know what? I should have been rolling the video camera on this when we both drank it. Because our faces came away like an old school, like, 
I don't know, candy commercial or chocolate bar commercial. When you give some kids they had a shitty day at school and somebody, you know, ran over their dog and uh, a car ran over a puddle and sprayed them with mud and they got a D in class. And then they come home and mom happily gives them a big candy bar and here kid, enjoy diabetes. And the kid just lights up. That was our faces. We were just like, okay, let's try. And then all of a sudden we were both just like, Grinning like fools for no reason. This is the last page of uh, Sean and Tomo's terrible, no good, bad day. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. The Alexander book. This is, oh, this is instant, yeah. like you said, instantly happy. Mm. Instantly happy. Mm. Because with the World Cup, in case you guys don't know, Sean is rooting for England, which I have a problem with <laughs> because of various geopolitical mm. inclinations. That yeah. he's more or less confessed to me, yeah. but he's rooting for England because he obviously was born in England and grew up in England. Actually, you weren't born in England, were I, you? No, I was born in England. You were born in England. I was. Okay. Okay. Although I went through a, a good period of my life just saying I wasn't because it confused people. Mm. But no, I was born in England. Okay. Um, but so. especially in this World Cup, this is the first World Cup where I am older than like every single person on the team. So I, in my mind, I'm like, well... You know, I lived in England longer than the England captain's been alive. Uh, okay. I feel like I can support them. Can I just say something about the World yeah. Cup and just the, the players, period? So I'm watching <laughs> the interview after England beats uh, 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 Sweden, right? And the first one they interview is Kane. And then they interview, what's his name? Uh, 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 the defender who gave the header. Mitchum? No. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know uh, what you mean. Henry, m -m -m -m, something with an M. Anyway. He wasn't even playing football the last time I was watching football. Well, so, since I moved to England, since I moved yeah, to America, you know I don't he's a big news. guy. He obviously has talent. He's freaking yeah. tall, so you, you gotta you gotta put the guys in that got the attributes. Yeah. So anyway, the interview is going, and there's Keane, and I'm kind of watching it on mute. And he's a fairly good-looking guy. Nothing you know, nothing crazy, but good-looking guy, athletic, tall. You know, kind of got the dirty blonde hair. It's like, oh, okay. So I listen to the interview, and he starts talking. And he's just like, oh, yeah. And he's got the freaking lisp at the same time. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But the picture of who he is, and on the pitch, and, you know, he's confident and cheering his team up. And then he starts talking. And yeah. he's talking like this, right? And it's everything he funny, like right? the elephant man. It's funny. He sounded like the elephant man. And I, and I was literally stunned. Like, what the fuck? And then they switched to, to the other guy, and he's like, yeah, all right, if we end up north. And, and I just, I couldn't stop, I couldn't stop laughing. They were like extras from a fucking Charles Dickens novel. It was hilarious. And then, and to be fair, they were interviewing Ivan Rakitic, who was the uh, 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 Croatian midfielder who scored the last two penalty goals to get them further on. He had this high-pitched nasal voice that I was like, and he's also a handsome dude, you know, he's like, got, he got the like blonde tips on his hair, handsome guy. Uh, and he starts talking, and so like up here in this range, and, and, and I'm like, oh my God, and I'm calling my wife over, I'm like, Eddie, come see this. And she's like, what? And I play it, she's like, his voice is higher than mine. I'm like, I know, isn't that amazing? She's like, what the, it's yeah. completely kind of, it, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's like Mike Tyson. If you do anything, I'm gonna eat your children. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna murder you. I'm gonna murder you in your sleep, and I'm gonna eat your children. And it just does not match the like the physical yeah. appearance. This is not what you expect coming out of the mouths of these people. Yeah. 
and that's I, I, that's, I, and that's I, the same it goes the same way with rugby usually in the opposite direction uh-huh. in rugby in England you see these big brutish guys huge these noses and ears a big mess like big like bruising ogre of a man right and you hear them speak and they're like uh, oh yeah I think we had a really good match I'm, I'm so glad like, it's, <laughs> it's, we, we, you know we worked really hard but rugby's <laughs> a bit of a hoity-toity sport oh that's why yeah, because yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the, the public school boys it's right. very posh rugby but they look like ogres but they're right, like right, right. oh yeah yeah well done yeah a bit of rugby yeah 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 <laughs> but, uh, but I like, yeah like I said I, I found it hilarious Harry Kane is from the same area I'm from okay he's from, from Essex, Essex okay. uh, as is David Beckham because they made a whole point of the fact that they're both from they went to the same school uh, in Essex, uh-huh. Harry Kane and Dave Beckham, and there was like this picture they kept showing of when David Beckham came back to visit the school at the height of the 1998 World Cup, when he was maybe his most famous, when he had his mohawk. Right, right, right. right, right. And Harry Kane was this chubby little like six-year-old taking a picture with the England captain right. at the time, David Beckham, right, and they kept right, playing right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but they're the two ends of the spectrum on the tone of voice, but the accent still is muddled. Like, right, right. Yeah, you've got Hokan's boots down there, like that. Yeah, for, uh, and then, don't forget the look. Yeah, you've got to be like that down there. Down there. And then, uh, <laughs> David Beckham, when he speaks like that, he's up there, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I think we had a good match. And like, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, I wanted to do, I wanted to, like, I think I'm going to start us a little Instagram account just so like we get a little more okay. known amongst the younger crowd or whatever. I just opened an Instagram account for the first time in my life. I saw that you, I you one like picture. The, yes. I, 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 I'm going to have to do it too. So, But anyway, the reason why I was saying we should start an Instagram account for the, for the podcast and, and doing the whole World Cup thing, they have all these posters at the Port Authority where men become gods and there's a picture of Messi and... and and what was it? Something becomes redemption as Neymar. And then the other picture is Ronaldo. And then it's, I forget the player from Mexico. And there are all these like just heroic sayings. And I kind of want to stand next to the picture, pictures and have people take pictures and just make faces like, Oh, <laughs> God of what? Not making it? Oh, you know? Oh, oh right. Basically just do a bunch of oh, shucks faces and take with the picture in the background because none of those guys that are plastered all over Port Authority made it out. Yeah. Into the rounds. So, yeah. The god yeah. of taking a shower while crying. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly right. That's exactly my point. <laughs> well, anyway. All right. Well, let's get let's get to the brass tacks. Uh, checking the score real quick. It's nil-nil for those of you. There's been some close. It looks... Every time I look over, someone has nearly scored a goal. Nearly. And they're going, ah! Oh, God. I watched a comedian talk about that. It was very Mountain. funny. And he was saying, like, the reason why soccer sucks is, like, because like te- every 10 minutes, somebody almost scores a goal, but nothing happens. He says, can you imagine there's a chick holding your dick for two hours, and every 10 <laughs> minutes, she licks your dick once? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, says, I think that's a whole porn category for that. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, that's why soccer fans are so violent, because after two hours of that, you just want to kill somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you imagine if basketball, if basketball, like, it was exactly the same game, except Except like it was like a carnival situation where the hoop was only just the right size for the ball and <laughs> only went in if it was exactly in the right spot. Yep, yep. Beautiful. My mom, my mom actually um, <laughs> made a great observation. My mom's just a character. So picture this 70-some-odd-year-old uh, uh, a Croatian woman with a thick accent. Well, she's speaking Croatian. We were watching a game the other day because my folks came here. 
and she gets all pissed off because the Croats missed like yet another opportunity. And she's like, Goddamn ball, it's so little and the goal is so big and it never fucking goes in. <laughs> <laughs> and, my, my, and my dad, of course, is very disapproving. Like my dad tries to like pretend this aura of how he's like so refined and like a priest. But, you know, it's like whatever. Like I grew up with you guys. so you. But I'm killing myself laughing because... She's got a very good point. The ball is so little and the goal is so big and why the fuck isn't it going in? So it's like, yeah. It's like, Mom, you got a point. It's like, I can't argue that. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. So anyway, let's get to The Method, our Russian TV show. Yes. Because Russia's tying all of this in as the World Cup is being hosted by Russia. So we start the show and it's a party atmosphere, like in a dance club. And a um, young woman walks out, is walking out of the club, and she walks out the front door, and in front of the front door, there's a couple of girls fighting, and it's like this very much a kitten fight, where they're just like pulling each other's hair, but they're all dressed in, in, in party dresses, like going to a club kind of dress, and there's no real punches being thrown, and there's a bunch of girls surrounding them, and kind of like like world star hip-hop they're kind of like holding up cell phones and taking the thing and the girl walks out and she's a pretty girl she's a redhead and she goes over to like a staircase that leads away from the uh club and she sits down to get the smoke and there's a heavy set older guy like leaning on the rail railing near her and he kind of looks over at her and you can tell he's Trying to, I guess, gather the courage to speak. Um, did they? Did he start talking to her right away, or did we? Did we go back into the club to watch the two couples dancing? Um, I think he started talking to her. He starts away. talking to her right away. Yes. So he starts just chatting to her, and she's smoking a cigarette, and she's being polite and just kind of talking back to him. They're talking about whatever. Then I think it goes to to, to them dancing. So there's two couples dancing. And there's a guy, kind of a little scruffy beard. Everybody's young. You would think college age, high school mm. age, whatever. Everyone in the club is gorgeous, men and women, and thin. Yeah. And it's like, okay, not sure what's going on here, but okay. Um, one guy is dancing with a girl, and he's kind of feeling her butt. And he looks up, for whatever reason, he looks up, and there's a girl like, like a dancing girl in a club. You know how some of the clubs have just dancing girls. They're not naked or anything. They, they're just there, I guess, to get the crowd going. They're, they look good. They're sexy, whatever. They just dance and, to, to, like I said, to get the crowd moving. He looks up there. And the girl he's dancing with, he feels her butt. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. And he turns to the other couple behind him, which is also a... Ooh. Sorry. Got distracted. France almost... Uh, or was it Belgium? Belgium almost scored. Ooh, look at that. Uh, no one there. Oh, oh. Lukaku was right about ready to take that one, huh? So anyway, um, so the other couple is a, a, a brunette girl, very pretty. And she's with a guy, blonde hair, short hair. He's also pretty. I mean, there's no other way to describe the people. Everybody's pretty. Yeah, it's like an Abercrombie and Fitch store yeah. yeah the whole thing actually looks like an Abercrombie and Fitch store because they seem to look more like nightclubs than clothes stores to me yes yeah 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 <laughs> right. there's no lights everyone's yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah, walking yeah. around with their top yes you know you're absolutely right so people are dancing having a good time um 
So it goes back out to the old man and the redhead girl. And he starts talking to her. And something like, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Talking to her kind of like, obviously, he's not hitting on her by the looks of it. He's just lamenting something like maybe almost like somebody stood him up or something. Not sure mm -hmm. what they were saying quite. And he pulls out a box out of his um, like coat. And it's a big square box and he opens up and it looks like a very fancy piece of jewelry. And the girl goes, whoa, and he shows her. But he says, oh, no, 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 this is crystal. It's not diamonds. There's nothing mm. to be impressed about. But I made this blah, 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 you know, kind of. That, that was the gist of it, that, that he made it, but it's pretty, and I was going to give it to this girl, but she's not here. And the girl, and then he says, can I give this to you? And the girl's like, no, 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 I couldn't possibly have it. He's like, no, please have it, because my date stood me up. Yeah. And she, she says, she reluctantly says, well, thank you, that's very sweet. And she just takes the necklace, puts, her, puts it in her purse. Right? Um, she goes back inside. The two couples that were dancing, the brunette dancing with the pretty blonde guy, not the, the one with the beard, they go off somewhere to the side. And the pretty blonde guy is, keeps like trying to hit on her, trying to like make out with her. And she like pulls him away and she's basically, he's like, come on, what's the big, you know you like me better than that guy. Because apparently the, the, the tall, the pretty brunette and the guy with the hair on his chin must have been the item because the way they're communicating, kind of teasing and poking fun is almost like, They've slept with each other many times, and, and let's see how this all turns out for you, these other people that you're with. And um, so the brunette kind of is pushing blonde guy off, which first she pulls his ear, and he tries to tries to make a move again, and she's and she's like, mm, no, nah, I don't think so, buddy. And our redhead goes into the bathroom, and she pulls the necklace out of the purse mm -hmm. and she looks at it she's like you know oh well you know that was kind of and it's it's kind of a pretty necklace she decides to put it on her neck so she puts it on her neck and she does this very ooh france <laughs> she does this big ooh, ooh yeah no she didn't do that it was like france almost scored that's why i'm just like ooh Ooh, oh, just, yeah, see, there's that, ooh, <laughs> just missed it. Yeah. So, um... This looks like a good game. Yeah. I'm sorry, listeners. Good game probably is going to translate to a terrible podcast. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> but there is good beer. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> good beer. Good beer, good food. Great entertainment, terrible podcast. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> so, she puts the necklace on. After she puts the necklace on, she does this whole, she goes through a range of emotions, which I didn't quite understand. Mm. Like, I was missing a background story on this woman. Why is this so meaningful to her? Because she put the necklace on, and first it's like, oh, you put on a necklace, and it's like, oh, well, this looks very nice. And it matches, like, some of the, some of the crystals were, like, a, almost like an amber color, so uh -huh. they went well with her hair. And her coloration, like I said, pretty girl. Um, and she, she had this look like, oh, this is pretty. And then she went through this range of emotions, almost like, I killed somebody for this necklace. <laughs> and then I screwed somebody for this necklace. And then I sold my mother for this necklace. <laughs> and um, wait a minute, no, someone gave me this. It was just like this 
You know what I'm talking about? She like went through like this entire... Emotionally, it was like really fascinating to watch. But without context, it was like... Okay, is she a nutbag? What's... I Maybe don't... it's an actor who's making the most of the last... The, the, uh, the last moments. five minutes of her, <laughs> of her spot on the show, mm. maybe. But <laughs> it, it was... I will say this. It was uh, uh, engaging. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I was totally like, what, what, what are all these emotions about? I didn't know what they were about, but I was totally into it. Mm-hmm. So, so she's sitting there, and then all of a sudden... And I thought it was actually my eyes playing a trick on me. It looked like the necklace was going up her neck. Mm. And I'm kind of like, oh, is she pulling it up to readjust it? But her arms are by her side. And then you see she has the same reaction where she goes, what? Oh, because the clasp. Did you miss the clasp thing? Oh, that's right. Well, when she puts when she puts on the necklace, that's right. When she puts on her necklace, it's a screw-on clasp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there she is checking herself out in the mirror. And... Um, the screw-on clasp shows, and the necklace is getting tighter. And she's like, what? And then they show the screw-on clasp, and the screw-on clasp is automatically just tightening this necklace. And tightening it, and tightening it, and tightening it. And we're like, what? And then like the jewels basically dig into her throat, and of course it's choking her. And there's blood, and then another girl walks into the bathroom. And they're screaming, and it's like, oh my god! And, and so the girl runs out, and she runs out into the middle of the dance floor, and everyone in the place is screaming. Meanwhile, and this is what we she never at any point, by the way, tries to like break open the, the no clasp or the necklace. Like my first thought when it was happening, and re- I'd be like, I mean, sh- how strong of a like motor do you have in this? In, right, in this tiny in this thing. Necklace, yeah. like surely you can be able to at least put your hand over it and stop it. And, and stop that. it and let it cut into your hand instead. Right, right, right. Well, I wasn't thinking that. Just holding the thing that's screwing it. But even like, like back there, to like just let it, you know. Yeah, I d- yeah. I don't, You're right. It was weird that she didn't like fight just it more actively. Let it happen, yeah. But what we forgot to mention, while she's on the stoop talking, right? Anything, right? Yeah. While she's on the stoop talking. There's a undercover, like there's a, like the club is under uh, uh, um, under observation by the police department for whatever reason. Hmm. There's it's the t- typical stakeout. They're in a van. There's they're, they're hooked into all the the cameras in the club. Uh, they're obviously a Russian SWAT unit, whatever. So the girl's necklace comes. It's it's already jabbed the jewels into her throat. The one girl who came into the bathroom saw is screaming. The redhead girl with the necklace around her throat runs out into the uh, uh, club, onto the middle of the dance floor. Nobody's really doing anything. No. They're all just standing there. This is, and I'll bring this up (laughs) in a minute. This is like confusing because we're trying to figure out from the description who is whom. Who is the impressionable uh, uh, um, uh, 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 law enforcement graduate that falls under uh, under the guidance of the top-notch cop whose methods are questionable. So we don't know who's who. But everybody's young in the club so far, so it doesn't seem right that we're seeing the, the, the top-notch cop yet. So, redhead girl is in the middle of the dance floor, falling down. This necklace is digging into her throat, and at this point, blood is just, like, squirting out of her, like, like in Kill Bill. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, like, everywhere. Because, of course, now it's cut into the jugular, and, of course, it's going to do that. So, they're all just standing around looking at her. The cops come. It looks like the cops is taking them an interminably long time to get in there. 
And they do a camera shot of the cops, and I don't know if you noticed, when they run into the club, they're all kind of like in formation, and it almost looked like a Tchaikovsky ballet, instead of <laughs> like cops running in, because they're all, as they ran in, they're all in cadence. I don't know if you noticed that. Mm -mm. And I'm like, why would a SWAT team need to be in cadence? That's one, I don't understand. But I guess it's for the dramatic effect? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows, right. So, so they run in to find, oh, and as this is happening in the middle of the dance floor, the girl's getting choked to death, bleeding all over the place. Uh, the fat middle-aged guy who gave her the necklace is in the crowd. And he's watching her get choked. And he is turned on by it. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's reacting as if someone's like rubbing one out on him right then and there. I th it, it, the way he looked, it looked like he was just full on tugging there and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. There's sweat was. dripping down his. Yeah, there was sweat like, dripping oh. down his face. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. He's like, uh, uh, uh. and we're like, oh, okay, all right. I see. You know, criminal minds kind of stuff. Okay, very good. And um, and then all of a sudden, um, somebody comes to the DJ's mic and starts talking and starts calling out a name. And he's calling out a name, and it's the middle-aged guy. He gets pissed off and stands in the middle of the crowd. And he's yelling. And it's a guy, and he's kind of in shadow, and then you see him. He's bearded, he's older, he's got a little, like, uh, 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 not a beret. Flat cap. Like a flat cap, that's right. And he's got a raincoat on. And he walks out, and he tells the other cops to kind of, like, stand back. And, um, oh, and the couples, the two couples that were dancing beforehand, the, the brunette and the blonde guy with the chin hair and the, the pretty boy blonde guy all come out and they know the girl that's on the ground, obviously. Because yeah. the brunette is very upset and she's crying. <clears throat> and the, the cop with the, the flat cap comes out and starts talking to the middle-aged guy and starts chatting, like kind of like getting him to be a friend, talking amicably. Uh, he's like, oh, no, it's okay. And he walks up to him then. And he kind of like uh, uh, hugs him. And he says it's okay. And pats him on the head. And then they kneel down together. And he talks to him. And my guess is he probably like got a confession out of him right away. That he did this. Yes. That's what seems to happen. That's what it seemed to happen. Another construct that I find interesting. You said it at the time. No one was going anywhere near the corpse. Right. Like, the corpse was just completely ignored. Like... It's this, it happens a lot in, in TV a pool and of film. Blood. In a pool of blood, mind in you. In a pool of blood. happens a lot in TV and film. And it's one of those things I remember when I first went to drama school. We had one class and it was a um, fight class. It was like fight choreography. And there was a, ooh, ooh, oh, France they scored. Um, Almost. And they told us that they, they were teaching us uh, choke, choke holds and like how you would choke somebody to make it look like you were choking them, but you wouldn't. And the guy said, he's like, you know, the, the one of the things you see a lot in TV and film is you see people getting choked, see people getting hurt, but it's very rarely ever realistic to real life. And he said, like, you know, when it comes to choking someone to death, in the criminal world, it's crime of passion, and that's because it takes a really long time and it takes a lot of effort. Yeah. It's not just some little thing that you, you can't just choke someone to death, like, by accident. Right. Like, you really need to go for it. And it takes a long time. Right. In the real world, unless you break their... Neck. Like, neck or their esophagus, which, again, is almost impossible for, like, a normal person. Right. Like, again, in the films we see all the time, people breaking people's necks. It doesn't work like that. That's no. why chiropractors have a job. You're right, like, right, right. Actually, exactly. if you just try and 
pull someone's neck, you're probably just going to give them like a nice adjustment. Right, exactly. Like, it's very difficult to break someone's neck. Right. But it takes someone a long time to die in real life from most things, a lot longer than you would think in TV and film. Right. But we're so used to seeing TV and film that someone's struggling and then the second they stop struggling, they're dead. They're dead. No. That's their dead now. Pretty sure in life when people die, like there is fair enough there could be a period where you're struggling and they're not struggling, but that's not like, oh, they're dead now. It's like, well, maybe they're just... They've passed out. Maybe they've just passed out. She's lost a lot of blood. She's passed out. She could be alive right now. Ha- having, having been somebody that has been taken away in ambulances because of like, uh, I, I had a full-blown pneumonia once and I was asthmatic as, he- as hell at the time. Drove myself home from work. Could barely breathe. Basically walked in the door and then kind of lay down on the steps and crawled up the steps one at a time trying to conserve my energy. Oh my God. And, Crawling and up the steps. Up the stairs. And my father found me. This is like four in the morning because oh, I used to work night shift. And my father freaked out, called the ambulance, or, you know, got me upstairs and basically went to the hospital. And I had like full-blown pneumonia. Like my lungs were like filled with liquid. Like I, I, I wasn't breathing yeah. kind of stuff. And so yeah, like you're right. It's like, no, what you're going to do is like, this is what happens to your brain when stuff like that happens. Like, all right, let me do as little as possible. So that my body needs as little yeah. as possible. And let me just kind of stand here and try to breathe really slowly just to try and get some air into my brain. That's what happens. Yeah. And you're right. It's not... But presumably in this TV show, the little <clears throat> necklace just kept on going nonstop. Yeah. And so I guess that should lead us to believe that she died quickly. Uh, we'll see. Well, right. Anyway. But, so yeah. anyway, so so this is obviously, and we figured out this is the cop. Now again, how much tension does it have? What is this crazy device that has so much tension it could just like obviously kill it's her. an adamantium necklace. Just leave <laughs> it be. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, yeah. So um, so now we're just kind of weirded out about like who these. So everyone's coming out of the club. The kid with the uh, little goatee is pissed off and yelling at everybody, smoking a cigarette. And the brunette and the other blonde kid are just standing there pissed off. And the brunette kid, not the brunette kid, the, 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 the bearded kid is yelling at the brunette and the blonde guy. And the brunette is getting, she's obviously pissed off and furious and she snaps a pencil. Yeah. Which is of some significance. We don't know what the significance is. And what the two of us try to figure out is what this place is and where are we? Because everyone's coming out and we're trying to figure out, is this a high school prom? Because uh, um, everyone looks really young. and But they're not dressed the way adult women or older women necessarily would dress when they go out to party. Yeah, There's a lot of slinky and form-fitting and whatever. But it's nothing... It's, 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 it's a weird slinky and form-fitting but reserved at the same time. So we're not quite sure what's going... Is it a prom? Is it a whatever? And then... It, it clicks to me, oh, yes, these are supposed to be uh, police academy graduates. This must have been their graduation party, and this is who they are. That's why, like, they are uh, very, um, the cops didn't, like, uh, ask them for statements or whatever. Everything was, like, very kind of matter of fact. everyone stood around doing nothing. Doing nothing because of the dead person. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Um, so we figured, okay, that's what it is, graduation. Now, next scene. Next scene is the <laughs> blonde guy with the beard 
And he's like, ah, obviously in mid-coitus. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Griezmann's uh, about to take a free kick. Free kick, free kick, yeah. Oh, right ah, into the wall. Griezmann. Oh Come on. Ah, oh, too much. Oh, well, anyway. Whole lot of nothing. <laughs> Thank you, France. That was like a World War II effort. What the hell was that? <laughs> Typical. <laughs> so, um, so bearded guy is in mid-coitus. And we see he's having sex with um, the brunette. But he's literally finishing. And they show him, and he's without a shirt on, covered in sweat. And she's, they show her face, and her face is like, uh, did I turn off the oven? I mean, she's literally like zero, it's just like zero desire to be here. Yeah. Which was odd because the blonde kid in the club was hitting on her, but she didn't want to be with him. So she's screwing this guy. Okay. And you move back onto. And this is his place. And he's a police academy graduate. They must pay them well in freaking Russia. Because his loft was something else. Yeah. I mean, if somebody said, hey, if you join the NYPD Academy at the end of it, this, this is your apartment. I'd been like, fuck yeah. So, shit, I might sign up now. <laughs> you know, if they took me. Because it was this lovely, like, the bed was in the middle of the floor. A low bed. There's a staircase going up. Everything was exposed brick everywhere. It had one of these um, fancy uh, fireplaces that's not actually on the floor. It's like this. It, it, I don't know if you've seen them. It's almost like a space pod that's yeah, suspended yeah. halfway between floor and ceiling. And that has the flue basically attaching the whole thing. And it's big and it's burning. It had. It looked like it had, like I don't know, at least a dozen logs in it or something almost like, like that. Almost like you could stick a pizza in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost like a pizza oven. You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. So he rolls over, he's done, and she's kind of like upset and kind of crying. And it's kind of like, okay, this is all very disturbing. Why would she be here with this guy if this is upsetting her so much? He gets up, he walks over to a, a countertop, and he pours himself a whiskey. And he's naked. He's fully naked. And they took, they were like, fuck you Scandinavians, we will one-up you right now. You want to talk about border town? We'll show you border town. <laughs> So the guy is talking to the girl, and you see him, you don't see his bits, but you see the nice hairy mound above his bits, <laughs> above the counter. And you're like, okay. And he pours two things of scotch, right? And then he chops up, he cuts up a, 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 a bunch of cocaine with a razor, and rolls up some money. And you know, now that I don't think, I, I don't think I paid attention... Was it dollar bills that he rolled up to, to snort the coke with? Um, or was it rubles? I'm, I'm guessing it was rubles, but it kind of looked like dollar bills. It did look like that. Right. But, I mean, that would make no sense. I don't know. Why but, I mean, he's a police academy graduate. It doesn't make any sense that he has cocaine in his freaking apartment to open for everybody to see anyway. These fucking Russians with their cocaine. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you see about the, the, uh, the, the more English people that are poisoned in England that... Uh, yes. I heard someone for the first time, uh, someone put a theory on Facebook the other day. I don't know if it got out there in the media, but he, I guess he'd been reading into the case or both cases and said that he suspected that it was Coke to, to play for the whole thing because apparently, I don't remember this because it probably wasn't in the mainstream media, but apparently the one thing that seems to tie all these people together, the original two people that were whatever, apparently uh, the, the guy... You know, the the other two, the original two, was dabbled in uh, in coke, mm. 
not Honor to... and Donor? Yeah, well, I think one of them uh, was known... That, or there was at some point in the uh, investigation they found some coke or something. Apparently there was some... Let me fucking find what Oh, it's on there. Um, <laughs> but about these people as well that were just found were... That well, they come out that they that they'd had that they were sort of recreational drug users as well. Well, right. The guy was the guy was who died was a recovering heroin addict. Uh, they said. So there's that. And he probably gives some powder. some powder. He was like, "Ooh, golly gum yeah. Let me get some." Well, he's speculating that maybe it was a batch of coke that had got out that had been tainted. That had been tainted for the. In order to get rid of somebody, but more of it got out than they meant to, and mm. and he said and that also explains why it would end up that in the original case that they found uh, uh, whatever it was that the only place that they managed to find any real evidence of it was on the doorknob, so the door handle, the original house. They were like that was the only place we found it. There was nowhere else we found it. Right. It's like yeah, well if you're going to snort coat, you're not going to necessarily find that anywhere, but you probably have it on the door handle. Because you, you're going to snort it off the door handle? Well, no, but just with your hands <laughs> and you'd be... It makes... You'd be touching it. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, this is a little bit far-fetched. But, I um, think somebody was giving that theory while they were doing a line. That's true. <laughs> Perhaps. Maybe. Perhaps, yes. Probably probably volunteering himself to check every pile of coke <laughs> <laughs> that the ministry has. Yeah. I'll check it for you. I'll check if you don't mind, I'll, I'll go and give it a sniff or two if you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, then he comes back and he turns around and, and then it's the shot. It's like the shot from the room. He's naked from behind. He walks back to the bed with the two glasses of, after doing his line, with the two glasses of uh, uh, scotch, whiskey, whatever it was. Um, well, you know, that's why he's rich, because the coke as well. Because you know he's rich. You don't just snort coke if you're poor, like in TV shows, you're rich. That's and true. Like, he nonchalantly snorted it. It wasn't like he went and had a bit of work. It was just already on the side. That's true. And he it's, just like cut it. You're right, you're right. Like, he's, it was just, there was just a bunch of coke just lying that, around. That, that you're, you're absolutely right. His attitude is completely explained by the fact that he's, his father's somebody wealthy. Yeah. He has a fancy apartment. Everyone else probably lives in these little freaking 200 square foot shitholes, you know, whatever. And he's got this fancy place. And he had like a bust of every great like Russian emperor on his stair. Not a bust, but just the head. Like, because it was like, yeah, uh, 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 Stalin was there. And Stalin, Lenin and Napoleon were the three I saw. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, he comes back to the bed. And he sits down, and we get a full frontal shot of him. It's like, okay. And at no point, so to be fair, whoever's doing this, it's not about, like, because usually, you know, especially in American movies, it's like, well, if there's going to be any nudity, we're showing tits. But this is like, no, we're giving you dick, and that's all you're getting. All you're getting is dick. And that's all we got. All we got was dick. Because we saw a shot of his bush, and then we saw dick. And that was it, like, for a flash. And then he's trying to hit on her again, trying to get it on with her again, and she's not having it. And she gets up. Oh, you know what? Hold on, folks. We might have a disturbance. Hold on. Okay, so now that that, that rude interruption is, is done. Um, it wasn't a rude interruption. It was just my sister-in-law. Uh, and, anyway, um, this is what happens when you have a home studio. Yeah, Ugh, typical. Oh, no typical. one respects the art. No one respects the art. No one. 
None at all. <laughs> um, You're just drinking beers and talking with you guys. <laughs> I'm doing a... I'm making art. I'm making a... I'm broadcasting in here. broadcasting, you twit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Right. So, the, the brunette girl, she gets up. Uh, she's pissed off at the guy that just, like, she had sex with. Yeah. She walks out. Um... And he's kind of like, so he takes the scotch that he poured for her. She didn't have any. He drinks it down in one gulp and throws it against the wall and smashes it. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait why would you do that? <laughs> You're not really pissed off. Mm. You're not stoned. You're not hammered. Why would you? And you're buck naked with your bed literally like six inches off the ground, off the floor. Why would you just go and get a bunch of broken glass right under your feet? I don't understand that trope. No, doesn't seem the sort of thing that someone who just did coke would do either. <laughs> right. It's well, like kind of does. I actually. Guess. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, I guess you. I think I guess you just answered my question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm done with this now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's like a what's his face. Thor in the first movie. I like this drink. Another. And smashes it. What are you doing? Well, nothing. I like the drink. Well, so ask for one, dipshit. Why are you breaking shit? I meant to go hell fence. Really? Maybe you should have broken my fucking cup, asshole. <laughs> so anyway. So then it goes from there. We see bearded guy. And this is actually my favorite part of it. Bearded guy has what looks like a convertible Lexus hardtop. Yeah. So you're right. He comes from money. And somewhere in the woods, and he pulls up, and he pulls out literally a bottle of vodka that's been started, apparently, out of the car. And he walks over, and they're having a, a funeral service for the girl who got choked. And everyone's there and very respectful, and he's late. And he walks over to a tree and, and just like kind of looks at everybody, just like half kind of John Wayne, like, like, hey there, pilgrim. And he just kind of looks at everybody. And then he swings his head back and then just swings the bottle up into his mouth. And not only does he like start chugging the vodka, but like rolls his eyes in the back of his head as he's chugging the vodka. And it's kind of like, and everyone's looking at him like, you're a dick, kind yeah. of stuff. And then you see the little you see a little girl there who's obviously the, the girl who got killed must be her little sister. And then our brunette walk, is teary-eyed. She walks up to the little red because the little redhead walks away. So the brunette walks up to the little redhead. She takes out her earrings and gives her her own earrings that are look to be diamond and valuable. Uh -huh. While the little girl had these little, I don't know. They looked like little copper studs or whatever it was. Yeah, they were shit. <laughs> they, they were shit. They really were. <laughs> That's not even an exaggeration. <laughs> Sean is trying to playfully, like, submit his disdain as if he's not really disdainful yeah, of the yes. shittiness of your... Your earrings are evidence of the proletariat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly right, yes. So, um, and that was basically our 20 minutes. Mm. So our 20 minutes was basically club scene, fat guy, young girl, two couples flirting, 
One guy trying to pick up another girl. Girl in the bathroom putting on jewelry, getting killed by jewelry, running out to the middle of the dance floor. Weird cop talking to killer while everybody else is doing nothing. And I might say, if you plan to visit Russia, can I just say this? Try really hard not to get injured because apparently the cops will show up, but fuck you if there's an ambulance anywhere in sight. Yeah. Especially considering this was a stakeout and there was an ambulance anywhere in sight. Yeah. There was not, there wasn't even a witch doctor in the fucking place to like give you some herbal treatments or something. <laughs> no, there was nothing. There was nobody. Yeah. And so that's, yeah. That was, that was our 20 minutes. All right. So since that was our 20 minutes, it was kind of, this, this was a weird one. The last, the, the show we watched last, the, the baseball movie was absolute shit. Oh, it sounded amazing. It, it, yeah, it, it kind of was, but it was just so, you would have been like, what is happening here? It was really bad. Although what I found, because I tried to look up baseball theme movies, and I said this as much on the podcast to Andrew, I'm going to try and see if I can order the movie that I really wanted to watch, which was called Battlefield Baseball. Ah. So maybe for the World Series. And it was a Japanese, like, High school horror martial arts musical, I think. Huh. And I was like, if that's not a show for our show, I don't know what is. Uh-huh. So maybe around the title World Series in the fall, we I by, by then I can find it and we can okay. review that. <laughs> so but anyway, so before we do that, let's let's why don't we do our food and our uh, beer, yeah? Yeah. So we went to Brasserie. The French Cafe in Tenafly, New Jersey. You had the burger with gorgonzola and bacon. I had the turkey club. What did you think of that? Um, I thought it was uh, pretty good. Uh, as often as the case in these scenarios, you know, it wasn't the best. Uh, wasn't the best travel food. Right. Uh, you know, the fries. I could tell that the fries are probably really good, fresh. You know, they yes. were stale, which is we are used to this. But th- as far as stale fries go, they were they were good. Yeah. Um, the burger itself. Uh, was it was good. the only thing I would have, which it's not a French thing, certainly not a French thing. It's definitely an American thing all over. Is that you, if you go to the effort of having a burger, like I know everyone loves to have loads of huge portions of everything, but don't like they gave me the it was the burger, mm-hmm. you know, with the like the patty and the bacon and the cheese and the, the bun, and then all the salad and the onion and the lettuce and the like pickle and the stuff you'd expect to have in there as the kind of filler mm. was on the outside mm. it was like you know do your own fucking work i was like well okay yeah, oh, okay you yeah, made me do my yeah, work yeah, yeah, so yeah. then when i did do my own work i'm then like well i can't really eat this it's too big for anyone to eat and oh. we have a go ladies and gentlemen oh. france strikes first look at them go set piece set piece goal oh. from a corner i believe Oh, Macron is there. Oh, oh Macron. Hello. Bonjour. Hello. Monsieur Macron. Oh, yes. Oh, oui. Let's look at the replay. Oh, it your mother must be so proud. Uh, she is my wife. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Here we go. Look at that corner. Oh, nicely done. Oh, yes. Nicely done. Boo-boo. Yeah, you know what? This is the one thing that I don't understand in the World Cup. Why is there not guys on the on the on the? Just happened when when Croatia got the second goal from Russia. Uh-huh. Why is there no one on the back post? Why is there no one on the front post? Huh. They just leave the goalie be. I don't know. 
It's I, I, I think somewhere along the way, someone decided like, oh, no, if you have guys on the post, that means the other guy can get to the goal as close they, as possible and it won't be offsides. Well, maybe maybe they're hoping for an offside. Maybe they're trying to force the others into an offside I, I guess, but all, it's, it, all it seems to be doing, because if you look at this World Cup, almost every other goal is from a set piece. It's like, yeah. it's just leaving the goalie exposed. I don't get it. Uh, anyway, huh. burger, they made you do your own work. Yeah, it made me do my own work. And then I, but uh, you know what? That sounds very French to me. Yeah, I thought, yeah you fucking you do, do it. You're a disgusting hamburger. <laughs> I do not want to put your foot together for you. Yeah. That is as close as Puh. raffling for your fucking shit. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was a little too hard to eat. Everything was all together. So, mm. oh, okay, fair enough. Um, but it was very tasty. It was enjoyable. The the the, uh, the 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 pat itself was very good. Mm-hmm. Certainly better than your average burger. Okay. You could tell it was fresh. You could tell they made it themselves, like right, pate right, right, and right, stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was made well. The the cheese was was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, it was it was it was tasty. But like it was not French. No, but that was the whole thing. The whole menu, like we said, it was like quiche was really the only. Yeah. Quiche and onion soup were the only like French things on the lunch menu, like literally. Yeah. So I I, I don't know how on what basis they call themselves a French cafe. I mean, like maybe, maybe, maybe for breakfast menus? they offer breakfast. Okay. So I I didn't look at that. So maybe they do crepes. <laughs> maybe. I I mean you know because you would think they would try some breakfast food isn't very interesting on the continent. I mean no. Crepes aren't a breakfast food. No, they're not. And every, pretty much, unless you're going somewhere specific, for the most part, all breakfast in the continent is well, in France at least, a lot of the uh, is like just kind of fruit and like croissant, right? Just plain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a plain croissant, some fruit, like a bit of cereal, perhaps. Yeah, right, right. It's right. very light. They right, do it right, very right. light usually. Yeah. No, no, no. The big fancy breakfast—that's a very American thing. Yeah. But that's what, and people always say like, "Oh, you Americans are so fat. Why you do that?" But it's like, but that's because America was really a farm culture, yeah, like from the start. And that's why you have these farms that are like as big as you know some countries in Europe, for God's sake. You know these guys they own farms. So you know you're you and anybody who has a farmer in the family or who has farm knows you get up at four in the freaking morning. You better have you know fifteen hundred calories because you're going to be yeah. in the field until noon. It probably makes most sense to have your biggest meal of the day be the breakfast. Yeah. Because it's going to... Because you're... See you're that's a, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so well, all right then. So, what do you what do you give your... Uh, what do you give your burger then? Um, I give the burger a... What do you give your German sandwich? The sandwich named after a German city and a French restaurant. Uh, <laughs> um, I give it a 3.5. Okay. That's fair? Yeah. Okay. I have the turkey club. Oh, again, not particularly French. Like you said, the fries, of course, traveled, so they're they're only going to be so nice. But they tasted; they were nice. They were nice potatoes. Obviously, real potatoes, not like frozen in a bag, or at least it didn't taste like frozen potatoes to me. Is this like a golf term? Is this where the club sandwiches come from? Is this from like golf clubs or something? I I don't know. Probably or yacht clubs or golf. Yeah, club. I don't a think club yacht, somewhere. A they tennis club. The club sandwich. Probably it's probably a tennis or golf club. I, yeah, I, I, I'd imagine that's where it's from. Because we don't really have them in England. We don't call them. We don't have a club. I mean, we we have them now only because you have them here. But you never traditionally have a club sandwich. Originally, something like that would be called a Monte Cristo. Oh. 
Okay. So maybe perhaps that's their attempt at French? Because a Monte yeah. Cristo says, but usually a Monte Cristo is with ham and not turkey. But, you know, if people want it like a quote unquote healthier. Uh, 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 we don't rehab turkey in Europe anymore. No, 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 not like that. Not like, oh, a lot of grunting. France almost scored again. Oof. So, um, okay. So, yeah, I had a turkey club. It was standard. It was, you know, it was nice. I ate it, you know, happily. Um, it was nothing really to write home about. Uh, like you said, the fries were good. Thinking of some greens on the side, great. Um, I'd give I'd give my turkey club a three point three, yeah. a little bit better than average. You know, not like the, nothing to nothing to write home about. Yep. Okay, and now for our star, as France tries to score yet again. Now for our star, the Gooden Carolus that we both. Just grinned like little kids at Christmas when we tasted it. What do you think, my friend? Or do you want me to go first? You go first. You want me to go first. Okay. This was a very nice ale. Considering it's 11%, it was ridiculously easy to drink. Oh, yeah. It, it felt almost like a summer beer, how easy it was to drink. Yeah. But it's 11%. Oh, I can see how you get smashed. Oh, my goodness. Stuff. Yeah, because, right, because you'd be like, oh, this is fine. Let me have three of these. <laughs> yeah. Um, the color was lovely. Uh, good carbonation. I enjoyed it. Uh, some hints of sweet. Nothing crazy. A little bit malty. Again, nothing crazy. It was... It was a fantastic beer. I, uh, I, especially after you know having to have, you know, Belgian Blue Moon and Coors Light and Bud Light last oh. last show. This beer was, and Andrew, you'll be very sad you weren't here for this beer because you would love this beer. Um, I, I, I'm giving this guy a four point three. Ooh, yes, nice. Yes, it's 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 a solid beer. I would happily get this beer, you know, to bring to someone. It's like, oh, I got a beer for you to try. Yeah, this would definitely be one. For now, again, like we said, we've had some beers that, like, when people are like, oh, I'm not into like micro beers because it's too much flavor or whatever. This is not for the person who's never had a micro brew before. No, uh, this is for experienced beer drinkers that have tasted tons of stuff. I would happily, I would happily bring this over to the guys at the elementary and say, like, you got to try this. You got to make this, make this, <laughs> make this better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I told you, they're expanding, right? Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're expanding. So much joy for us. They're busy. I was seeing on their website the other day the amount of places they're yeah they're shipping starting to shipping to Central ship Jersey now. Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's why they're expanding. An additional ten thousand square feet. So cheers to them. Yeah, absolutely. So all right. Four point three. What do you have, my friend? And then we'll figure out what's going on here. I would, I would say a, I would go. Uh, I'd say four point five. Okay. I think actually, 4.5. I, I really liked it. I thought it was very, very good. Okay. Um, very impressed. Um, it, it, it was. I mean, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. Like taste wise, I was like, oh yeah, that's exactly right. what I wanted. Um, just equal amounts interesting and like it's just 
easy to drink, but it was a pleasurable drink. Like, it was interesting. It wasn't just like, it was like, oh, every time I drank it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's still interesting yeah. to taste. Yes. Uh, yeah. It was, it was, I, I have to say for, um, oh, excuse me. I have to say for a beer that was, because like I said, usually it's a heavier glass bottle. So they obviously let it ferment some more in here. It had a really nice level of carbonation. Yeah. Like not too much. Because sometimes when they do that, it's too fizzy. It almost like takes from the taste. But this is like, this is about perfect. I, I, I really enjoy that about this beer. Yeah, it was very good. I, I, I've uh, a lot of the other beers on like the, the, the website I was looking at. If you type like best Belgian beers, this brewery comes up a lot actually. There's two or three of their beers. Yeah. Are like some of the best out there. Really? Um, in fact, it might have been, was it theirs or was it another one? It might be another beer actually. Uh, uh, it was another beer I nearly got. Because I love their Abbott, yeah. I love the Belgian, uh, the Abbott beers, the, the, um, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's like Abbott Forty Five or something. But they're like they have a series of beers that's just like fantastic. Yeah. There's always like a picture of a monk yeah, on the yeah. thing with the with the uh, Friar Tuck haircut and <laughs> with my haircut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're not there yet. You're not there yet. Oh, I'm pretty close. You're I'm pretty close. Yet. Hold on to it. Hold on to yeah. it, my friend. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, four uh, four or five. Yeah, that's yeah. that's fair. I'm not gonna. I I have nothing to dispute that grade actually really. It was very good, very good. It was very good, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so our show, the method. What do you think? Uh, I thought I remember at the time. I think it was a lot better than a lot of similar things we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I was interested the whole time. It kept me like, okay, there's some interesting yes. things they were doing. Uh, yes. It really defied language. It wasn't too much that I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. Right. A lot of it made sense. It right. Was, you know, so I guess it was well directed to that point. Mm. Uh, you know, the head of vision, what they were doing, pretty easy to to sort of follow it. Um, I guess I, you know, I mean, the show's probably not really started yet, so we don't know what the general. It's the first are. episode, so yeah, yeah so we're not up. really getting into it yet. Yeah, so I don't know what the. I was interested by who we assumed the main guy is, the main cop. I was like, oh, that's weird. Yes. So I'd be interested to see what else he does that is weird. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was right. Because he, after he caught the, the middle-aged guy and kind of talked him down off the ledge or whatever and basically got him to admit the crime and the cops took him away, I forgot to mention that, he looked at the corpse and then chuckled. Yeah. And we were just like, well, that was creepy. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and, and you're right. I mean, the show's supposed to be about him, but in these 20 minutes... We saw him for a grand total of 90 seconds. Yeah. Two minutes yeah. tops, you know. And he was, like you said, captivating. He was just like, okay, yeah, I want to know more about this guy. So it was like, well done that way, yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was interesting. And it's something that I could see them doing, you know, not necessarily remaking it, but certainly taking the same concept and sticking it in a, an American show. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this would work. I'd probably watch this. Sure. Um... I'm surprised they kind of haven't actually done. I think they they tried to do a training day. TV they tried show. to do a training day. In fact, my friend's friend, no, she was in the remake of um, what's the one with 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 Liam Neeson, Taken, Taken. one of the Taken TV show. Oh. My friend's friend, uh, Monique, she was in that show. Yeah, lovely lady. Um, yeah, but 
I think they tried a training day. And I think it like got canned after like two or three episodes. Because it was kind of like, all right, well, how are you going to do this? Yeah. So, but maybe, you know, for the Russians, it's like, all right, well, let's let's do it this way. Because you're right. It is, it does seem like it would work. Yeah. And the intro was enough that we were just like, okay, I, I think maybe, maybe that's what worked in the Russians' favor because they weren't really concentrating so far in the intro to the main guy. As opposed to the ancillary characters around the, the the other main character. Yeah. Because right now they have like the whole makings of the romantic triangle. And now with this girl being dead, you know, the guilt and over it. So, I, I, I mean, there was only 15 episodes. This is from 2015, so it probably didn't last. Well, they've probably got the rest of the series to get to know the, the main guy. Because the whole point of it is that he's a mystery they want us to know more about her, right? Because she, we're going to be viewing through her eyes the other guys, and right. like, well, we know her, we know her backstory. Right. Who's this guy? Like, right. oh, and take the whole series to try and figure him out. Right, 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 right. Whereas this whole thing is, but the whole point of this episode is probably just to get us familiar with her and yes, uh, yes. build up sympathy for her. Yes, correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, it was pretty good actually. Yeah, you know, no, it was good. Nothing too weird, you know. No, I think it was the bush wrong. was a bit strange. Like I said the it was what? weird to see the bush. The man bush. The man bush, yeah, was a little it. strange, but I, like I said, I, they weren't going to be outdone by the fins. Fuck the fins. No. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Mm. So what do we think is going on here? Straightforward? It's pretty straightforward. I think it was, uh, yeah, I feel, you know, they, they, were, they were very clear. There was some good storytelling. They did yeah. a good job with it. I think you're right. Yeah. There wasn't a, you, you know, it's a little bit disappointing for in for in our terms. Yeah. Because it really kind of didn't... There was nothing... And I, and I guess that's the point. The storytelling was really well done. Because there's nothing that we kind of turned at each other at any point and be like, oh, what the fuck is this? Yeah. You know, and there was nothing... There was no really tangent that we could take off with. Yeah. To make it sound ridiculous and come up with, maybe it's a sex school. Maybe it's a school for midgets. I don't know. <laughs> you know, whatever. But you're right. There, there's nothing that we could do with it. It was straightforward and it was actually... But and oddly enough, though the rating, the ratings for it were low. But again, your rating system is screwed. Like the, the your I Netflix guess so because got weird ratings because of all the strange things you've watched. That's true. That's true. But this is what was already there. So it's what or well, that, that's what I was like. We talked about this. Is it people rating it? Because you know you can rate it when you like. On my thing, I can rate the show. Uh, I, I'm not entirely sure what is on your one because they, they got rid of the star system entirely for at least a period of time okay. on the updated version of the app okay. um, where in so I think because I mean my, my app gets updated because they got rid of the star system that was a whole thing it was a whole story and it was following the back of the Amy Schumer um, Amy Schumer released her stand up like special, and there were a lot of Amy Schumer haters. Oh yeah, yeah, all the was, Trumpians were just—they were like, all yeah. trolling her, and they were all threatening, saying that she was stupid, she was unfunny, she was whatever, and they were threatening. They, they had like a ploy to go on Netflix and like give her zero stars all over the place in order to like bury it, Trash her, and make right. it look really crap, right? And off the back of that, because it was a Netflix special, they changed the system so that people couldn't. 
mess around with the public image of a rating system by you know by screwing around like that so they changed the rating system to be an algorithm based upon the things you've watched previously netflix gives you a rating that they deem how much they think you would like it based on what you've watched previously okay so basically and if you rate things then it does change the algorithm. But if right, you don't right. rate it, right. then they just base it on the things you've chosen to watch. I was going to say, the rating only applies to you and nobody else. Yes. So you can't affect the overall rating of the show. No, just how it's shown to you. To show it's shown to you. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, okay. All That's right. what well, it is. Well, yeah, that is straightforward. I'm, like I said, almost intrigued to watch more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah. back. I definitely won't, but yeah. No, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> look, if have no we time. haven't... What was the one with the psychotic French guy rubbing the plane down all the oh, time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had a lot of fun with that one, but yeah. I still haven't gotten to see that. No. In fact, I'm there's sorry. nothing that we watched that I went back to see. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. No, not even like Garfunkel Notes, which was like... Funny, right at the beginning, where we were just watching things, and I was like, "Oh, well, actually, that was good." Yeah, that was a good show. Yeah, that. Although that. that got cancelled, though, they only had like a couple of seasons. Mm. But yeah, maybe because of uh, what's her name? Oh, uh, 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 uh. uh, Coochie. Yeah, yeah. yeah what did yeah. she do? She done something? Well, she was like a love interest for a while for Raj on uh, Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. But that was a while ago. That's like I don't. I don't know, four or five years ago, or whatever. But she's a stand-up comedian, and my guess is that she probably just didn't appeal to people because. Yeah, okay. She. I think here's the IFC as well. I think IFC had like a was bought out or something happened with IFC. The 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 pro, well, yeah. Well, there's that one two. I think that's a detriment to a lot of comedians when they do their stand-up comedy as a character. Yeah. Eventually, the shtick kind of just runs out yes and so like at some point people just want to see you and you have ex- that's why you never actually come to think that you never see a a a um character stand-up comedian making it very far uh, have, uh, i'm continuing on that thread have you seen that there's new sasha baron cohen i did out? my friend texted me my friend sarah texted me the very other day interesting. they're being very Secretive about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like it's going to be great. That yes. Showtime are hyping it to be like the most, yes, you know, like scandalous yes. TV show ever. Well, I mean, it was a clip of Cheney signing a bottle of water, saying, "I've never signed a waterboard kid before." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, all right. <laughs> so what's going on here? Straightforward. It's a show about uh, young cops getting taken under the tutelage of experienced weird cops. Yeah, it was a little bit like Saw as well with that with the necklace. I was like, oh, it's a bit like the Saw movies with the. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. A so, bit like that. well, I mean, yeah, because they can always. That's the beauty, actually. It's 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 quite brilliant when you think of it, because if ever the show kind of lags in the ratings because we're exploring the main characters, yeah. you can always throw in a villain who's super. You know, you, you can always put a new Moriarty every other week to, to somebody that's just like twisted or whatever. I'd like to think that the guy with the necklace was a patsy 
the, he didn't make that thing. He was just delivering it. And that the real like mastermind baddie for at least this season is going to be some crazy inventor who yes. creates these death devices. Yes, there you go. There you go. Because that's interesting. I wouldn't even be surprised if they paid a shit ton of money to Saw to yeah. like make an appearance on the TV show. The guy that Saw. Oh, yeah, yeah the guy played Saw. Oh, yeah. Maybe. So. All right. All right, folks. Well, uh, that's our show for now. Um, take it for what you want. That's as good as it's going to be today because we're watching a soccer game while we're yapping <laughs> here. So uh, <laughs> we're happy to be back. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next time. See ya. Bye.